Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Dr. Brooklyn Storm and I'm so thankful and grateful that you're here with me this morning. So I'm just going to dive right in and give you like, first of all, a little bit of an update about what's happening sort of behind the scenes here at Private Practice with Soul. Um, What's happening here is we now have the memberships going. And as you know, you've been sort of part of this whole journey. And we have had a couple of little hiccups with member portals and people having some issues with their logins and stuff like that. But it's sorted. So we're kind of, (laughs) you know, there was this period like for two or three days that people were like, I can't log in or, you know, my content isn't showing. Where is it? And stuff like this. Uh, But all of that sorted now. I think the interesting thing is, you know, when you start a new project, despite your best of intentions and you think you've ticked every box and dotted I's and crossed T's, uh, there's always going to be a few hiccups, right? And you can't let yourself be taken out by those. Um, luckily for me, it's all my dreamiest clients that joined and they're very, very understanding um, that it is a brand new program and that there were going to be some hiccups, but they've been sorted out now. Um, and that's all good. And everyone's able to access their content. And they're all starting to work through it. We've got our first calls in both groups coming up. So this is for the um, the success hub and for the inner circle Um, and also there's a big training that's happening uh, I think it's next week for uh, one of the memberships on writing case notes and progress notes and what needs to go in them and what doesn't and how you write you know quote-unquote good ones and you know what makes a good case note and you know all of that sort of stuff because people want to know and of course we also have people in the group that want to know because they you know work with client demographics that they advocate for that they want to write good quality reports for lawyers and court cases and things like that so we need to make sure that all the progress notes are good and up to date and you know contain relevant information and not too much and but there's all this other stuff too about what do you release when you release uh, a report like what I'm trying to say here is about redaction and third parties and stuff like that. So we're going to go into all of that as well. Um, So that's happening next week. And yeah, it's just so much fun. But I guess for me, being behind the scenes as someone who, you know, it's been like this big lot of energy over the last few weeks. Um, what's happening at home at the moment is I actually have hire a hubby here and um, I asked him to paint a ceiling. Well, anyway, paint the ceilings in the whole house because I just needed doing. They haven't been done in 20 years and I, I was just like, we've got to do something about these ceilings. <laughs> so anyway, he's over here doing that and um, it's meant that for one or two days I couldn't get into my study. And uh, 
you know, because the paint fumes were so, 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 so strong. Like the first day it was all sort of um, repairing little cracks in the ceilings and plastering and sanding and doing all of that. And then the second day it was putting on the primer and a first coat and then he's got to come in here again today and do the second coat. But it's just like paint fumes everywhere, dust everywhere. And it meant, yeah, I couldn't get in here to do any work. So I was forced, forced by the universe to not be in front of my computer. And uh, that's been actually really interesting because the masculine energy in me struggles with um, not working because I knew I had things that I wanted to do. Um, However, there was also part of the masculine in me that was like, this is great. I've kind of got permission just to have an afternoon off or two afternoons off. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to get this afternoon off as well. If the ceiling doesn't get painted today, it'll get painted um, Thursday afternoon. So I know I've got an afternoon coming to me and I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that. I didn't realize how much I, I just wanted to like sit and watch bad TV. <laughs> my, one of my favorite things to watch on TV is B-grade movies that were made in the 80s and the 90s. I love that so much. I really appreciate a bad movie. But anyway, that's not what I'm here to talk about. What am I talking about today? Okay, yes, this theme is the current one that's popping up this week with clients. And that's uh, the theme of I'm doing all of the things, but I'm not getting any inquiries. Now, okay, there's a couple of things I want to share with you. First of all, uh, when you say you're doing all of the things, you need to be doing all of the things, right? So that means you need to be coachable. And that doesn't mean that, well, to give you an example, you know, it doesn't mean that you get given the the tools and the techniques and the strategies and the PDFs and all of the thing and then you go and do your own thing anyway and say it's not working. Um, you have to implement the things that have been given to you in order to see if they're going to work for you or not. And I think it's so interesting because this is, as I said, it's been coming up a little bit, like giving people the tools that, well, I know work because they work for me. Like um, my big thing at the moment is um, the penny just seems to have dropped for me with Instagram. Now, you all know me as a Facebook person. I'm not really an Instagram person, but um, the penny seems to have dropped for me in terms of um, for myself, for my own profiles, what my dreamiest audience want to hear from me. And so I've been posting different types of content and I'm super duper excited because for the last I guess about two or three weeks because I'm using you know I test all of the strategies I give people in clients on demand for example and in the hubs and they're in a circle so you know periodically I want to go back to that and test it and make sure it's still working and so this is what I did um as we were sort of mid-launch, I thought, oh, yeah, it might be a good idea myself to go back through this. And anyway, so I went through it and I realized that my content had deviated from my original plan. You know, it was just not a conscious thing, but you could definitely see my plan looked very different to what I had <laughs> been posting. Um, anyway, so I I needed to update it. So I thought, yeah, I'm going to do this. So I followed my original plan and I updated it. And get this, my Instagram has just kind of, well, for me, exploded because, as I said, I'm not really an Instagram person. But when I say exploded, get this, like, um, you know how I always say to you that 
likes and follows don't equal inquiries and bookings. Like never, ever, ever be chasing the likes, never, ever be chasing the follows. Like that's not what it's about. Um, You only need one person to read your post, have it resonate for them, and then they're going to reach out to you, right? You don't need, you could have, and I know people, I know practice owners that have thousands of people following them that never engage or that never reach out and make an appointment or make an inquiry. Um, I know that in our, you know, in all the communities that we work with, whether your, you know, your dream audience is, you know, perinatal or whether your audience is EAP or something like that, it doesn't matter how many people are going to like your posts. Like it's really about how many are actually going to make an inquiry, make a booking. But here's the other thing, right? When I say my Instagram exploded, this is what I'm referring to, right? So I never have thousands of people liking my posts or anything like that. Um, And to be entirely transparent with you, I have never really posted much, if anything, that's resulted in anybody saving a post. Um, And maybe that's part of the reason why I was just not a fan of Instagram. I I never understood it. Anyway, so I start using my marketing plan, right, Um, and updating everything. And I schedule these posts to go out and I I make up this content, like I revisit my my dreamiest clients. So when we're working in clients on demand, we go right into so much depth and detail about your dreamiest clients. So then I went back to that, had a look at it, needed to update it. This is what I mean. Like you never just have a marketing plan and leave it. You've got to keep revisiting it because you change when you change your energy changes, your clients change, right? So I had to do a bit of an update with that. I created some new content, put it out there. Well, the first post has like 30 saves. Now you might be thinking, what's the, what, who cares if you got a save? Like nobody knows if it got saved or not, but I can screenshot it and show you if you want proof, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the the save is super, 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 super valuable when it comes to your metrics on Instagram. And here's why. Um, save is a hidden metric as is something else. I'm just going to have a quick look at my um, Instagram now. <laughs> Sorry, I always um, do this to you, don't I? I always say, oh, I'm just going to go and have a quick look at that. So you find out who saved your post by looking at your um, post in your feed and underneath that it will say view insights in blue. So tap view insights, go and have a look and you can see uh likes so that's represented by the heart uh comments and then that's got a chat bubble there's one that looks like a paper airplane and that means how many shares your post had and then there's one that looks like a bookmark and that's uh mean that means saved right so the two that you don't see on instagram are um saved and share you see the comments and you see the likes unless you do what I do and hide likes on every post um, because I don't want like I've got a thing about um, well you know I don't want people feeling bad because they're not getting a certain number of likes and do you remember all that stuff happened um, a while ago with not in our industry as practitioners but 
maybe it's with some of our client groups that some of us work with, there were there was that whole spate of, I think it was teenage girls and they were getting all worried about how many likes they had. And they, they started pushing boundaries and doing some things that might not have been safe. Um, and so eventually Instagram said, well, we're going to remove the likes or something like that. Anyway, so yeah, these two metrics you can't see. But um, the reason that a save is so important is because it's hidden and second, because Instagram, Instagram algorithms um, do notice every single save and you get rewarded every time someone saves your post, you see. Um, and when I say rewarded, I mean that Instagram says, hmm, this person's putting out some good quality stuff here. Uh, in fact, we might start sharing this to some more people, but um, let's send it out to a couple of hundred more and just see if anybody else saves it and then somebody else will save it and then Instagram says oh okay well we'll send it out to a few more hundred or a few more thousand we'll see how many so Instagram says okay you are putting out valuable content to your audience every single time it gets saved and yeah it just you get more reach every single time and um Instagram starts to love you more. And this is super important because if you want to advertise, um, you know, on Facebook, which that's the process for um, advertising on Instagram, um, it means that you pay less because the algorithm already says, well, whatever this person is putting out is going to be valuable, which means it's good for Facebook and Instagram, like it's good for us because we're going to get, you know, this, that and the other, um, keep people on our platforms and all of that sort of jazz. And so you get rewarded by paying less to run your advertisements if you choose to run advertisements, which you don't need to do. Um, but anyway, so that's that. So Anyway, and, and now like I'm obsessed, <laughs> I keep going and checking like every hour I'm checking view insights to see how many more saves and stuff like that. But here's what I want you to know as well. Like, um, you know, one of my posts has, um, this is honest to goodness, right? I'll just read you my stats. So I put up a little post um, for my dreamiest clients, which is um, you about, you know, some things that you can claim back on your tax this year and giving you some ideas around what that could look like. And I included some random ones that you probably don't know about. Like, did you know that you can claim um, your vet bills or part of them you can claim anything for your dog if you've got a trained dog that's been you know that's fully certified and stuff like that as a therapy dog so not just your pet that you take to work you can't claim anything for that but if you've got a dog that went to a training program to be a therapy dog or an AAT dog um, for example a horse you know if you're doing equine and stuff like that um if you've got the, if you've done the training, and this animal is being used in the workplace for work with your clients, you can claim everything. Like I can't claim much for Gabe anymore because we're doing online stuff, and I'm not working with children anymore. And he was um, trained in AAT to work with children that had um, autism. So 
obviously we're not doing that anymore and I can't claim for him. But back in the day, um, like a few years ago, pre-COVID, I claimed everything. I claimed vet bills, medicine, um, flea pills and tablets and potions, shampoo, grooming, nail clips, um, extra training, um, leads, uh, harnesses, toys, Yes, we did have costumes. He did have a little cape. Um, anything like that, I was claiming. Even a portion of his food while he was at work was getting claimed. So if you have um, a trained, qualified dog, so not a pet that you're just taking to the office, you know, calling it therapy, but if you've actually had one trained, then speak to your accountant because you can you can claim Um percentages back for everything that you spend on on that pet so anyway i wanted to include some interesting information about tax and everything and then what happened was this was really rare for me as well um yeah i just wanted to tell you this because i think it's going to help you because i just want to demystify everything all right so it's got currently as i'm looking at it now it's got 44 hearts right it's got 10 comments now that's a record for me (laughs) But it's got 10 comments. It's got two shares, also a record for me. (laughs) And it's had 26 saves. And I only posted it last night. Um, And so what I want you to know, oh, the other thing too is, right, since I've been posting different types of content, um, well, what's my other one? Because this is all just new, right? Um. The other one that I had was like why your clients aren't booking. Now that had 43 hearts, seven comments, one share and also 26 saves. Again, this is like I'm just telling you, like for me it feels like my stuff's exploding. (laughs) I feel like I finally nailed Instagram. Um, I did another one that was like not self-care but like what to do when you have a bad day in private practice. Again, it's got 20 likes, five comments, two shares, three saves. So and then, oh, what else? We've got another one here. Um, 26 hearts, no comments, no shares, and 17 saves. So my save metric has just gone right through the roof. The other thing is I've acquired um, 135 new followers since I've updated how I'm posting. Um, And I did that. Well, when did I start this new posting? Five days ago. (laughs) So that's really good. And then the other thing is I've had two new people sign up to work with me. So what I want you to know is, and that's on those, they look like low figures, don't they? Only 43 hearts or 44 hearts and 26 saves. They look like low figures. But what I want you to know is you don't need bucket loads of likes and shares and follows and everything to um, attract a, a client. Your dream client is going to see, you know your stuff, you know what you're talking about. You can help them and they're going to approach you, right? All that we're doing with um, social media is warming people up by building that relationship, building that connection. And yes, sometimes it can feel very one-sided, like you're doing a lot of the giving. And so you need to be in the masculine energy. But hey, guess what? When people start engaging and commenting and saving, that's when you can then move into the feminine. And that's when we focus on building those relationships, nurturing those relationships, all of that sort of stuff. So don't get hung up. You're not chasing likes. You're not chasing follows. 
you're chasing saves. And anyway, to help you with this, because I want you to get amazing results. I want you attracting clients as well. And I want you being favored by Instagram and and Facebook. And so anyway, what I've done this week is I created you a social media marketing planner. And guess what? It's fillable. (laughs) Um, That was some of the feedback from one of the groups. I think it was in the Success Hub. Um, Somebody was saying, oh my gosh, there's so many resources in here and I want to print everything off. But um, is, is there a way that we can make it fillable so I don't run through my printer cartridge? So um, Jules and I have been madly working behind the scenes to make sure as much of the content in Clients on Demand, the Inner Circle and the Success Hub are fillable. So yeah, I've made the marketing planner for you, totally fillable. It's 45 pages and it takes you through um, my brand new process for um and my my brand new process for I've just lost my train of thought how I want to say it for getting more saves that's what I want you to be focusing on Uh, because I think when you do this and you're intentional in terms of saves it's going to shift what you want to share with your audience because here's the thing when your audience start seeing you as a resource they're going to start saving and then they're going to start doing all of the things okay and I want that for you so anyway the planner will be available soon I think it's just going to be $17 but if you're in the inner circle um that will be given to you tomorrow um, and it's also going to be gifted to um, everybody in clients on demand Um, but everyone else yeah you'll be able to get it for about $17 I think it should go out for sale I don't know the next two weeks or so Um, I've just sent it out now to get some feedback just to make sure because you know me like I want to dot I's and cross T's but what if I've got a typo in there that'd be really annoying or what if a link doesn't work so um i've sent it out to 10 people for testing um so let me just wait until i've got their feedback i'll update anything that needs updating um and then i'll get it out to you and i'll let you know when it's available but the other thing too is whatever you focus on is going to grow so if you're not focusing on your marketing if you're doing ad hoc marketing um and you're just like oh here's a quote oh here's this here's that and you're just posting very vague general general stuff yeah people like it but nobody's gonna book an appointment with you because they don't see um the value that you're providing so i believe in my experience just recently with this, you know, me revisiting my own marketing and updating that, I feel like it's allowed me to get an even deeper understanding of what my clients want. Because to be totally honest with you, as I said, my Instagram was hopeless. As I said, I'm not an Instagram person. Um, I used to get all my clients from, used to, (laughs) I do get nearly 100% of my clients come either through the podcast or through Facebook. Um, However, now in just the four days that I've been using my new and updated content plan, um, I've had two full fee paying clients come through. So do you know what I mean? Like it's really important that um, your marketing and your marketing metrics are something that you're focusing on. Um, And the other thing too, as I started saying when we connected today was you actually need to implement what you're being given um it's not enough to i don't know let's say let's say you get a copy of the marketing plan right 
and you read it and you go, oh, yeah, that's really interesting and you take a few tips from it, um, but you don't actually make any real change. Well, there's no point saying it doesn't work and you're doing everything because you're not. In order to be able to get results, you have to be willing to trust the process. Uh, This is the feminine, right? You have to be willing to trust the process, surrender into it, um, allow yourself space. So no rushing, no rushing space to just sit down and connect with your audience and do that through this transformational copywriting that you learn like in clients on demand or or in the inner circle and stuff like that or with this marketing planner even and allow yourself to go there like what do you think is going to happen nothing bad is going to happen um at the moment you're not really getting any traction anyway so yeah there's no room really for anything bad to happen and so the other thing that I wanted to share with you was the doing right the doing is only five percent of what's going to make you successful in not just private practice but in any business that you might have Um, because it's your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs. It's that 95% that sits in the subconscious that's got much, 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 much more influence over what happens in, you know, your reality, in your external world. So if you have, if you've been given a process or a structure or a strategy, but you don't believe it's going to work, do you think it's going to work? It won't. And if you don't believe that it's going to work, if you don't believe that you will get a client, then you're not going to think that this will work. And so you're going to tweak it. You're going to put your own spin on it. And guess what? It's not going to work. So it's kind of like in psychology, we might call this a self-fulfilling prophecy or something. In um, the spiritual language, we might talk about this in terms of vibration, right? So it's not so much about what you're doing. It's about the vibration that you're putting out there in in the world. Um, So I want you to really think about if you have been given the tools and the structures and the strategies and they have not worked, is there something coming up for you with your inner world? Are you believing that it's possible for you to get work? Are you fearing success? You know, there was a lady I was speaking to recently and she said she hadn't been doing all of the things because there was this deep belief in her that if she did all the things that all of a sudden her diary was going to overflow with clients and it would be too much and it would be a lot of responsibility. It would be like so much work. She was going to be exhausted. She was going to hate it. So she didn't do the things that we'd spoken about. And so it was really helpful to look at, you know, what was going on behind the scenes for her. Um, somebody else said to me, you know, I have I have trouble accepting things and, you know, accepting an inquiry call. Like there's a fear around what if I, you know, put my stuff out there, Brooklyn, somebody does actually call me. I don't know what to say on the phone. And, and then maybe they'll say, I know what to say on the phone, but what if they don't want to pay me? Like, what if they're not happy about my fee or they want to negotiate my fee? What then? And so they're not putting themselves 
out there to receive referrals because there are all these kind of hidden fears going on beneath the surface. Um, And then they'll say, yeah, marketing doesn't work for me. It's not that the marketing doesn't work. It's that you have to adopt a, a mindset of this can work and you have to be in a space where you're ready to receive safely for you. And that might mean looking at, well, let's put a structure around how you want to have your calls. Let's put a, um, let's do some mindset work here around your fee and dealing with some of that sort of stuff first and then launch your marketing. And then you'll be much more comfortable receiving inquiries and calls and things like that. And lastly, um, if you're posting your stuff on social media and you're doing it from a place of desperation, You know, I mean, like you're posting your stuff out there, you're posting the groups, you're updating your website, you're on Psychology Today, you're on Talk, you're on Bark, you're on, you know, naturaltherapypages.com or whatever you're on and you're in groups saying, where else do I need to be? Here's the thing, it's not about where else do you need to be, you only need to be on one platform. But you need to be allowing yourself to receive and if you're busy doing all of the things you're not calming down enough to receive. You're not going to receive an inquiry, a saved post, a, a email, a, a booking, a referral. You're not going to receive because you can't. They're mutually exclusive energies in some ways. So you have to take your foot off the accelerator and just step back. Um, the other thing to pay attention to energetically is if you're desperate If you're like in that scarcity, I need it now, it better happen now or else, da-da-da-da-da, energy, that's actually going to mean that you stay in that energy. If you want to become, if you want to receive paying clients, you need to look at your own life at where you're not paying for things or where you're looking for free options or where you're looking for cheap options and you need to stop doing that because you're not when you do those when you engage in those behaviors you're not becoming a vibrational match to paying clients you're becoming a vibrational match to freebie seekers to tie kickers to people who say I'll think about it if you're one of those people you can attract those people so you need to really stop and reflect and think if I'm desperate here and I, I'm pushing and rushing and da 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 what what energy am I putting out to the world? And is that likely to push people away from me or is it likely to pull people toward me? And here's the thing, if you're posting from that desperate energy, it's repellent. You're going to people are gonna sense that and they're gonna lean away. They're gonna lean back. But if you lean back, then your clients will come to you. It's like, now I know I don't want to upset any apple carts here, and I don't mean anything bad by this total disclaimer, but I just want to give an example here. Like if I lean forward to Gabe, initially he's going to take a step or two back, and then he'll come forward and kiss me. <laughs> if I do the opposite and I take a step or two away from Gabe, he's going to take a step or two toward me. This is what happens energetically with your marketing as well. If you're pushing and you're desperate and that your audience is going to take a step or two away from you because they don't want to be in that space. 
But if you lean back a little, and what leaning back a little looks like is instead of posting, maybe you just comment and help people on their posts. You just be supportive and, and um, yeah, just give them tips or give them guidance or just be a good person, like be a good human and just be supportive of people in their comments. That's leaning back and then people are going to approach you and say, hey, you seem to know a lot about this. What do you do? That's how you start a conversation. That's how you build that relationship. And then guess what? Next thing you know, you have somebody there that you can legitimately help that you haven't had to sell to because you've not been in that pushing energy. But you have to allow yourself to trust that this works and trust that you can go there. So that's your homework for for this week. Um, I want you really to tune in. If you're doing all of the things and you're posting, you're not getting referrals or clients or inquiries, I want you to really um, ask yourself, what energy is behind this for me? Um, And maybe if you have not been being intentional, start to be intentional with your posting. And by that, I mean, don't say, Oh, I set the intention to get a client. No, I, I, because when you do that, you're in lack, right? I would post from a position of abundance and just not have anything to do with wanting to get clients. I would just say, I set the intention to be um, helpful. I set, I set the intention to be kind and caring, you know, this month with my posts. I set the intention to be my feminine with my posts this month. It's you when you become yourself um, and you allow yourself to embody the feminine energy, you receive referrals through your radiance and that radiance comes through in the way that you talk, in the way you carry yourself, in the way you write, in, in the pictures that you post and all of that sort of stuff. So get out of the masculine, allow yourself to spend some time this month in the feminine and just see what happens. And yeah, as I said, if you're in the Uh, clients on demand or the inner circle you also have that uh, social media marketing planner now to help you with those things Um, everybody else you'll be able to get it in a couple of weeks I'll let you know when it's around and you can have a look at it and do you know what if it's for you grab it if it's not that's fine too Um, I hope that this was a helpful episode I just want you to start thinking if you're in that space of not getting referrals um, instead of thinking what could I do differently start asking Who could I be differently? Yeah, what version of me do I need to be? You know, that receives referrals. And how can I start to embody that version of myself now? What would trust and surrender look like? If I totally trusted and surrendered to my strategy, what would that look like? What would I be doing differently? Okay. So I hope this was super duper helpful. Um, If you need anything, of course, just reach out to me on Instagram at the private practice coach or you know how to find me in the groups on Facebook. I'll see you soon. Happy Wednesday. See you on Saturday, everyone. Bye for now. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.